Do you want to strengthen your relationship with God? Do you ever feel like sometimes it's hard to draw closer to Him? Well, today we're diving into different ways to strengthen your relationship with God. While this probably is not an all-encompassing list, it is a list of things that I really believe are so important. And at the end of this episode, today I'm answering your questions that you write in to our Dear Meg segment anonymously. And today's question is about navigating different denominations and theologies and how this can affect finding a church. Before we get going, I just want to say thank you again for listening, for being here. I don't take it lightly that you're taking time out of your day in your podcast listening to listen to the She This Purposely podcast episode. I am so thankful. Without further ado, let's dive in. Hey friend, I'm Megan Edmonds, and I am so glad that you're here joining me on the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place where we are encouraged and equipped in our walks with Christ, in knowing our purpose, and in living purposefully as Christian women. I am so thankful that we get to do this life to seek God and honor Him together. All right, so how to strengthen your relationship with God. It really can be summed up into Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So what can that look like? I think for one, actually pursuing him, also loving him and learning more about him. So let's dive into different ways that we can do that different ways that we can grow in our relationship with God, that we can seek him and then find him. The first thing that I want to talk about is just asking. In Luke 17, 5, we see that the disciples asked for more faith. And in Colossians 1, verses 9 through 10, we see that Christians pray for more knowledge and wisdom and understanding of the Spirit. Let's ask the Lord for a stronger relationship with him, for more desire for him, to draw closer to him, for him to reveal himself to us more and more, to grow in his ways. This is something that we can ask the Lord for. Another thing is reading our Bibles. This is so important. If you have listened to any She Lives Purposely podcast episode, you know that we are so firm in this. It is so important to dive into God's word. God's word, it has his plans, his heart, his commands, his hand and history and his ways. So it's really important to be doing this. When I was in high school, I think was a season where I was the most diligent in doing this. I was getting up really early every morning, pouring into scripture and writing all these notes. And I have been, praise the Lord, really consistent throughout my life in this area. Although, you know, I think it's safe to say that for many of us, we wish that we would be more consistent in this area. And the consistency struggle is real. So if you struggle with consistency in this area or even wishing that you would get more out of these things, then I would encourage you to add different tools to your Bible reading time. So maybe that is a reading plan for consistency, a reading challenge. Maybe there are different studies or commentaries that you can dive into, sermons that will help support what you're reading and help you understand it better. All of those things are great tools. Of course, Sheetless Purposely has some of those tools. We have digital Bible studies, and we also have some Bible reading plans. Um, We have a purpose Bible reading plan for free that you can get, and I will link 
link that down in the show notes as well. And then two for bonus subscribers, we have Bible reading plans for every single day out of the year. So I encourage you to check that out too. But I would say like getting different Bible study tools is a great idea to help with both consistency and with getting more and more and understanding more of God's word. Another thing I really would encourage you to do if you're struggling with consistency is to make sure that you're setting aside a time and prioritizing this time. So whether that's in the morning, maybe that's at lunch and afternoon time, right before bed, just making sure that you have a set aside time, maybe part of your schedule to do this if it's possible. I know that there are different times, you know, for, for different people, maybe you're a mom or you work a night shift or different things. Like if we recommend first thing in the morning, then that's not always plausible and and feasible rather for everybody. So, um, definitely, you know, find a time that works for you and a way that works for you. Maybe that means listening to the Bible instead of reading it every single day. So you could do that with the dwell app unsponsored, but you will get a percentage off. I will link that in the show notes as well. I have a discount code for you. I get nothing out of it. So that's just a, just a little something for you as well. And I love the Dwell app. I use the Dwell app. It's really good. And that's another tool as well for you to really get into God's word. Another way to grow in your relationship with God, to strengthen your relationship with God, is to pray. So I would, you know, pray before you read the Bible, pray while you're driving, pray throughout your day, whether that's in your head or out loud, pray, 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 communicate with God, bring all of your cares to him, your thoughts, your desires, everything to him, pray for other people, pray out of a thankful heart, just pray to the Lord. If you think about with a friend, like communicating with them is essential to strengthening your relationship with them and growing that relationship with them. And the same is true for God communicating with God, which is so amazing that he even allows this way to communicate with him is it's just so cool and so undeserved. So let's take advantage of that and dive into that. When I was in college, I would take the train to school And I had a notebook of people that I would pray for and I would pray the whole way there, which was like 40 minutes to an hour. And I would pray for different people, requests that they had told me about, or just, you know, things that were on my heart for them. And I would lift them up in prayer. And it just was such a really cool time. And two, I think even praying prayers, which this is one that I love, is just praying for opportunities, praying that the Lord would open up your eyes to what he has for you to step into today, whether that's at home, at work, at school, you know, running errands, whatever that might be be, the Lord can have us do different things every day and we can pray for those opportunities. So I I think obviously prayer is so powerful. I really believe that. I believe that it can change things and I believe that it's so, so important. I feel like in my own life, I have been praying a lot more recently, um, more than, more than I have in previous seasons. And I think it's for me been out of a realization of how much I need God, but also how much God wants us to come to him. I've been realizing like he wants us to bring our every care to him and he wants to be part of our lives. So we get to do that and he wants that. So let's do it. You know, let's really dive into this way to grow our relationship with him. 
Another thing that I would encourage you to do as you aim to strengthen and grow your walk with the Lord is to read other Christian books. So this can really tie into learning about God and pursuing God and even growing in a love for God. Second Peter 3.18 tells us to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. And that can be by diving into scripture and studying scripture, like I said, with commentaries or studies. But I think also Christian books can be really powerful in understanding these concepts and truths that are in scripture and they can be such an encouragement. So I want to share a couple favorites with you that I think are really, really good ones. Um, so get out your journals or mark where this is in the podcast. Um, I'm going to let you know and I can even link them in the show notes for you as well. All right. So the first book is Grace changes everything. This is a book that I am loving. I mentioned this, I believe, in last episode. So I have this here if you are on YouTube and you're watching Why Grace Changes Everything. And this is by Chuck Smith. So powerful. It's so good. Just a really sweet reminder of God's grace for us. Um, yeah, just really, really love this book. So I encourage you to get this one and check this out. Another book is Gentle and Lowly. I don't have that with me or on me, but Gentle and Lowly is a great book as well. Another is Goliath Must Fall. And then two, I want to encourage you to check out The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. This is actually one that I have never even looked into or open but, and I should, and I want to, so maybe we can do that together. But my husband, Donnie really loves this and he refers back to it all the time. It's a really powerful, powerful read. And then another book too, and this is one of my all time favorites, especially if you are going through a season of hardship or suffering, this book is a must read. It really was so powerful in in kind of a healing journey that I took in some really hard tragedy in my own life. And that book is Suffering by Paul David Tripp. So I encourage you to check these out. I will link them in the show notes for you. But reading Christian books can be a really powerful way to not only learn more about the things of God, but I think too, just making sure that our minds are always turning back to the things of God, because we can fill up our time with so many other things, things that are fruitless, that are foolish, that are going to waste away. Um, and, you know, not to say that all things that are going to waste away, like watching a soccer game or, you know, we're all on social media, things like that are always bad things. But I think that we can really waste time when we spend too much time in those areas. And so here's just another alternative that's actually going to pour into your walk with the Lord is reading Christian books. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about short and sweet here, and it really, I guess I would say it's self-explanatory, but maybe it's not. So going to church and Bible studies, fellowship is really important. This is not only something that is really emphasized in the church, but it's actually a command in scripture to gather with the saints. And this is something that my husband and I are aiming to do more and more. It has been a really incredibly just busy and busy and tough season this past year. And so we are really looking forward to diving into this all the more. Fellowship is so important. It allows for accountability, for encouragement, for people to call us out, lift us up, and just to be able to be with others in the body of Christ together. It's a place where we can really dive into our spiritual gifts and serve others, love others well, form relationships, all of these things. And two, where we can gather with the saints to dive into God's word, form a deeper understanding with other people as well. So that's a big one as well in strengthening your walk with the, your with the Lord and growing your walk with him. 
All right, and the last one that I want to talk about today, and this one is so important, I probably should have put it first, but I feel like this is a really good, um, just absolute must. Like you can do all of the other things, but this one really needs to happen. And that is repenting of sin and obeying God. Ephesians 4, 20 through 24 says this, but that is not the way you learned Christ. Assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Friend, we are called to we are commanded to obey God and to repent of sin. And two, we actually see that Jesus says in John 15, 14, he says, if you are my friends, if you are my friends, if you do what I command, you are my friends, if you do what I command. And in John 14, 15, so that was John 15, 14 and John 14, 15, he says, if you love me, keep my commands. So we wonder, how can I grow with my, in my relationship with the Lord? How can I strengthen that? And Jesus says, if you're my friend, if you love me, this is a core part of our relationship is that you are keeping my commands. And a big part of that is repenting of sin. So how can we grow in our walk with God if we're not loving God? Now we'll never be perfect in action, not in our thoughts, not in our hearts, anything. We'll never love God how we should and how he deserves to be loved. But we are called to walk in the light and do this. We are called to obey him. We are called to repent of sin and put that to death in our lives to cast that aside as we run this race. And so that is so important. If we are harboring sin in our life, you know, that's something that needs to be put aside. That needs some, that is something that we need to stop partaking in. Um, because too, again, as we see here, like if we are disobeying God, we, we know what Jesus sees that as we, it's, it, he sees that as, you know, that maybe we're not actually loving him like we should be, or definitely that we're not loving him as we should be. And so that's so important. How can we grow a relationship if we don't love this person, if we are not actually their friend? And Jesus says, you know, if you're my friend, if you love me, do what I command, keep my commandments. So it's so important. And harboring sin really does kind of put up this wall between you and God. It's not to say that you're not saved. It's not to say that he is not there waiting with open arms, ready for you to just come and you know, repent and come clean. And then he washes you. And then it's as if it never happened. You know, he, he totally heals you from sin and, you know, cleanses you. But it is to say that if we are constantly, basically, honestly spitting in the face of God, you know, that is not going to be something that grows a relationship with God. So we can do all of these other things and all those other things are great, but repenting of sin and obeying the Lord is so, so, so important. Again, no condemnation in Christ Jesus. We are never going to be perfect. We are going to sin, period, on this side of heaven sin exists and we are human, but we are to be repenting of these things and coming before the Lord, asking for forgiveness and, you know, putting those things aside. And this isn't something that we should be living in without conviction. So, um, that's a really important one that I could not go through this episode without saying, and it might seem 
like something that it's not something we can necessarily check off. Like, oh, I went to church and I read my Bible and all of these things. This is something that kind of almost needs to happen in our hearts. And, and it's a really important one. All right, friend, that is kind of this episode portion of how to strengthen our relationship with God. And now it is time for Dear Meg. And this person asked this question. It says, Dear Meg, how do you navigate different denominations and theologies and how can this affect finding a church? And I thought this was such a great question. And I do think it's important to say and to, of course, recognize that in Christendom, in this in this big branch of Christianity, there are multiple different denominations and there's different thoughts about different areas. You know, I myself personally am non-denominational which is, you know, a denomination in and of itself. There's Baptist, Pentecostal, there's a bunch of different types of different denominations. And I think what's so important to note is that these different denominations will differ on smaller issues. I think what's so, 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 so important when you are looking for a church and finding a church is to make sure that they are a Bible-believing church and that they are this their core what they believe these kind of primary issues the gospel sin like really really big issues like that are solid those are not things that should be changing from church to church and if they are that is not the church for you that needs to align with what god says and what the scripture says um but then there are other kind of I don't know what the term is, I guess secondary or tertiary like issues that are not gospel salvation. That's the word like salvation issues that are going to differ from church to church. Maybe how somebody worships or, you know, whether they have certain instruments or not instruments or lights or not lights or um, what they believe um maybe even about like when somebody should be baptized or different things along those lines. Um, and those are things that can differ and probably will differ. And I think what is really important is to study these things on your own, go to people that you trust on these issues and, and uncover what you believe and what you align with. Again, the salvation issues, those primary issues should not waver, but there are issues where maybe there is a little cloudiness on what is said or what something means when is the rapture going to happen are we already in the last days like when does this happen things like that that are not salvation issues that you can kind of dive into and discover like all right what do i believe bible the bible says and you know going to really solid bible believing teachers who maybe align with that i think that you can go go to them and so that probably is going to affect the church that you go to um you know especially denominationally like if you are non-denominational you're probably going to go to a non-denominational church um but again, I think the most important thing is that those salvation issues are non-negotiable and that they are teaching the word of God, they are teaching the Bible, that they are telling you to open up your Bible, to study for yourself. And, and then I encourage you to actually go ahead and do that, to study for yourself and dive into what you believe about different aspects of these denominations. And then go to a church where you feel like they are really teaching what the scripture says, um, yeah, I, that's that's what my recommendation would be. But dive into these things, study these things, study these different beliefs um, within 
Christianity and, you know, diving into, again, not differentiating on salvation and primary issues, but those other issues that are not salvation issues, you know, dive into what you believe about those. And of course, too, I mean, I'm not saying don't dive into the primary salvation issues. You should know what you believe. Absolutely. And know that you know that you know it. So dive into that too. But when it comes to choosing a church, your church should absolutely be preaching the gospel and reading the word and encouraging you to study it as well. So um, that would be my recommendation and my encouragement to you in that area. Friend, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the She Lives Purposely podcast. I will be linking everything that I mentioned in the show notes for you. If you liked this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a review and share it with your friends in your go-to group chat or on social media. Doing this helps the podcast so much to reach new women, to encourage and equip them in their walk with Christ, It helps the podcast to stay in Spotify's top 50 religion and spirituality chart, which is so wild. And so many of you have actually started listening to the podcast from these charts, from finding it randomly on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. So as you know from your own experiences, if that's you, that sharing, that reviewing is so, so powerful. So I encourage you to do that if you like this episode, if you like this podcast, and don't miss next week's episode. It's going to be a powerful one, friend live purposefully, live for Jesus, and have a fantastic rest of your day.